You're listening to Radio Sessions Over Tea with Agent Gibb and Graham Gus. So we are once again going through yet another day of lockdown, which means once again be doing this podcast from our own homes in separate locations. Where I am, it's about 26 degrees on an overcast afternoon. I'm not really sure whether or not it's going to be raining, but from the looks of it, there's a little bit of sun peeking through the clouds, so there's a little bit of good hope that there will be good weather ahead. For myself, the degrees is 24 and it has been a very overcasty day with, as I noticed through my window right now, a bit of sunshine coming through. There might be a bit of chance that the rest of the afternoon on my end will be quite possibly partly cloudy with a bit of sunshine for the rest of the evening. So, uh, well, let's hope there will be good weather ahead. So now let's move on to our little catch-ups that we usually do at the beginning of every episode. What I've been doing the last few weeks is recently I just got my second jab of AstraZeneca. I was able to handle it a lot better than the first time I got it because the first time I got it, I ended up getting body aches and pains while I was sleeping and and the arm that was jabbed ended up being bruised and in pain for, for a few days. But eventually that subsided and the second time I got it, I was able to handle it more efficiently. For myself, just been mostly watching a bit of TV shows here and there with a bit of also playing games, in particularly The Sims, which I've been mostly really enjoying playing, building the houses and creating characters and all that fun stuff. Also, I'm going to be having my first jab of Pfizer next Friday, which I'm very, very nervous about. But a lot of people like Agent Gibb and everyone else who's been contacting me saying that it's just a pain in, in one day and then the next it's fine. So it's really good I got that reinsurance by everyone, including Agent Gibb there. Also, I've been thinking about a lot of the video projects that are going to be upcoming once lockdown ends, hopefully soon. So I can get back out there and enjoy a lot of the creative content that I've been making over the past few months before lockdown happened. So I'm very excited when that's going to happen. Me and Agent Gibber got some cool content coming very soon in that aspect. And yes, very excited and hopeful to be out, out in the outdoor sunshine very soon. <laughs> Yeah, so let's just have faith that once New South Wales reaches its 70% vaccination rate, we'll actually be able to go outside and find some sense of normality again. Praying for it. Pray. (laughs) (laughs) Without further ado, our favourite subject of them all, T-Fest. For today's tea reaction, Agent Gibb has got two of the same tea with an extra little bit of a different contents in one than the other. And for myself, I have got a tea that I've been dying to react to for quite some time now. So this is going to be a very exciting podcast episode with today's teas. So Agent Gibb, why don't we start off with you? Thank you, Grand Gus. So for my tea, I've actually decided to try two different versions of the same tea. In this, I've decided to be a little bit traditional and go back to very old roots. 
So I've decided to go with the original tea, or in other words, the one that started it all, English Breakfast. The company where this English Breakfast tea comes from is from Twinings. And I'm sure we've mentioned it in previous episodes about Twinings, but just to give you a little recap, Twinings was founded by a man named Thomas Twining in England, Gloucestershire. And he was the one who opened Britain's first known tea room in London in 1706, which is still operational today. There are several benefits to English breakfast tea. It's full of minerals and antioxidants. So to start off with our benefits, English breakfast tea contains flavonoids, which are a type of antioxidant that's generally found in fruits and vegetables. It also contributes to heart health and makes it healthy. Regular consumption of this type of antioxidant can reduce the risk of coronary heart disease in addition to lowering blood pressure and cholesterol. It also contains theoflavin and therorubigens, which are also antioxidants. It helps manage hyperlipidemia, which is another word for high fat in the body or high cholesterol. And it also causes glucose decline and insulin increase, which leads to lower cholesterol. It also helps with gut health, which is imperative for stronger mental and physical health. So therefore, it's important to feed it with gut-friendly foods like, of course, tea. The nutrients found in it can also reduce the risk of stroke and also reduce the risk of cancer cells, regulate cancer cell growth, and also decrease the development of new cancer cells. So with this particular English breakfast tea, the two versions I'm trying are one with milk and one without milk. Let the taste test begin. So I will start off with the one with milk. It's a mixture of dark and light. It's very tangy, especially the aftertaste. But the texture feels really light with this tea. And now on to the one without. This one has a really dark flavour and texture. It kind of reminds me of... When, when I drink this tea, I get this vision of coal or something. Wow, that's very interesting. I was... Intrigued to see how they were both going to taste with the milk and without the milk. And it's very fascinating how it has very different textures and tastes from the added ingredient without the added ingredient. I think they're two opposites. Like, for example, when I'm drinking the dark tea, I'm imagining like you're in a cave, for example. Whereas the one with milk is light. For example, when I drink it, it reminds me of, you know, sunlight. I feel like when you showed me the colours too, they were quite interesting, weren't they, to see the two colours? What colours did you pick up from putting the milk in one and not putting the milk in the other? White for the milk and black for for the one without. Okay, so you definitely got a different consistency of one having a very dark colour while the other one had a very light colour. Yeah, and definitely engages the taste buds with the different textures. Oh, wow. That's quite intriguing. So that's it for my tea. Grand Gus, which one do you have? I want to let people know that I have been dying. As I said in the beginning of this, have been waiting to have this tea for a little bit of time. So I'm very excited. So the tea I have selected, it is Raw Essentials Slim Blend Loose Leaf Tea, which is a hot tea. 
The company started when Real Housewives of Melbourne star Janet Roach wanted to make a tea company specifically more for the medicinal side of it and that she could have me time a crucial part of her life and feel for others to do the same. As well as partnering with her son Jake who in 2011 was burnt 69% of his body from a severe explosion fire that burnt him pretty severely. So could you imagine the aspect of pain that he was going through to just have that happen to him? My goodness. That, that would have been traumatizing for both of them. Oh, wouldn't it just? Apparently from what I read online, it was from, he was hanging out with his friends. I think they put something into the fire, which then the fire got massively bigger and bigger. And some of the ash and the fire spark went onto his body. And that's what happened. But my God, really, really bad. Interesting fact, Janet tried to convince Jake to have some of her teas that she had been starting to blend. A week into the daily tea she given him, morning and night, he felt to experience a newfound energy and turned a far more positive and motivated outlook in life that he was inspired to help other burn patients access to the same treatment he was receiving. And so the Roach Foundation was established as well. Yeah, actually, I would like to comment about that because I think it was very good that they were able to come together when they were making the company tea to then make a Roach Foundation to give support for those who also got badly burnt to help them after the recovery process, which is really, really good. The tea company is actually located in Kilda Road, Victoria, Melbourne, and it was established in 2015, where on the second season of the TV show, Real Housewives of Melbourne, they actually show a scene where Janet and Jake released a tea launch party of Raw Essentials tea to the public. So that's very cool how they were able to get that scene in part of the show. And I would like to add also into there, they visited Thailand where they actually, Janet got to meet a master tea person where they could instantly know from a hundred teas what tasted good and what didn't. Which is also good to me to actually, when you watch the specific part of the show, that the tea master says that you definitely got to 100% know your teas, get very well educated, because what's the point in knowing your specific teas that you're drinking if you have no knowledge or backstory behind it? So that really stood out to me in the show of that scene, and it was good that they filmed it at that time. Now the packaging is actually a cube design with the company name on each part of the box. The top part is a colored pink with a golden circle around the company's name. It even has a 2017 international gold medal stamp at the front of the packaging, as well as a see-through circle to show what the tea looks like inside. On the other side, it briefly states that they thank you for purchasing their team and all proceeds of the sale goes to the Roach Foundation, which provides emotional and financial support to the burn patients and to the families during the treatment and rehabilitation process. It's Australian owned and has natural ingredients to this tea that I'm reacting to in this podcast episode, as well as no cruelty to animals. The health benefits include boost metabolism, 
energy decrease appetite and this long word that I'm going to do my best to say is thermogenesis which accelerates calorie burning. The review of the tea that I have got it says to on the box that you can steep for three and a half to five minutes of brewing time. Interesting fact you can actually reinfuse this tea up to three times which in other teas you actually don't get to once you've used it you basically throw it in the bin or something so it's very good that Janet was able to find a way that you could reuse tea again and again and again so very good job there Janet well done it's actually yeah as I just said very reusable purpose so you're not throwing it away instantly the company describes this tea that I'm reacting to today there are many slimming teas out there but far as complete and effective as this gold metal blend from raw essentials so that you consume fewer calories in the first place. The last thing I'm going to be saying is the ingredients what I'm going to be trying. So in this tea get ready for this aging cube it has Ceylon tea, yerba mate, cinnamon, dandelion root, fennel seed, orange peel, blue cornflower petals and natural orange. For those who don't know what the first two ingredients that I've just said, Cylon tea is made from dried and processed leaves of the tea plant Camellia sinensis and Yerba mate tea is a herbal tea that is made from leaf twigs of the Lex paragenelius plant. I think it's cool that once again raw central tea were able to get really detailed ingredients to put in such a medicinal type of tea. And now we're going to go into the reaction of the tea which looking at it now it has a very earthy tone to it. I'm talking very very brown with a hint of orange towards it maybe because of the orange ingredients inside of this team. Yeah from where I am it, it looks like it has a sort of is rock type of color. Very much like your English breakfast I reckon. Hmm. But very lighter in the color. So I'm going to be very interesting to see how this raw central tea is going to taste. It's taste testing time. Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well, when I it sipped the tea, I got this very smooth textual taste. <laughs> Can't believe it. <laughs> It was very smooth when I drank it like I just felt like it was very not overpowering too the ingredients in there were very nice to the throat I would say now for the ingredients that I am trying to taste from it I'm definitely getting that aftertaste now as I'm drinking it now I've actually don't know what Cylon tea yerba mace actually tastes like but I think I can definitely hint a bit of cinnamon into it actually dandelion root I'm not again not really not sure what that tastes like so I can't really know if it's coming into the tea. Fennel seed I'm not too sure. Orange peel and natural orange I think I can get a little bit of that coming through a bit but I think mostly what I'm getting is the cinnamon taste out of all the ingredients that I have because there's quite a few ingredients in this tea. Is the cinnamon the most prominent out of all the other ones? From what I'm getting from the taste yes definitely the cinnamon I'm feeling right now is the most dominating taste compared to the other ingredients which I must say maybe they were trying to maybe somewhat hit some of them maybe 
in that aspect. But I think overall, I definitely got that powwow flavor from it as what she provided. But I was, maybe I was kind of hoping a little bit that maybe some other of the ingredients would come out of that too a little bit. But overall, I think it was something very interesting. So I definitely give props to Janet and Jake for coming up for such a really good slim tea there. I was just sitting here and thought while you were describing your tea and, you know, I'm just amazed by, you know, the kind of things that people go through in order to elicit change. You know, and I'm also really surprised at how many chemicals, you know, the human body actually has. It just feels endless. I believe so. And I think what's really great about this team duo, like a mother and son doing a company like this where even to the fact to even help the patients that are coming out of being burnt, I think that's such an incredible thing to even include that from their Roach Foundation. I think it's good that they're helping the patients in that aspect too. And all the proceeds from the sale of the teas that they're making going towards that. So it's definitely got some very positive aspects towards what they're trying to do. Exactly. I would like to add the rating for today's episode. I think overall, yes, I was kind of hoping for the other ingredients to come into this play, but I think I definitely got a very strong cinnamon taste from out of everything else. Out of 10, I think I'll definitely, because of the backstory behind it and the interesting stuff that they are doing, I feel in between maybe, I think a seven. Seven out of 10, and because of a 7 out of 10, again, hoping a little bit for the ingredients to which I would like mm. to have hoped to taste what the other ones tasted like. But also on the other side of them helping with the backstory too is why I've given it a 7 out of 10 today. As for me, I think I will give both of my teas a 9 out of 10. And the reason I give both of them that score is I think they both, they both provide the right amount of balance in terms of taste, texture, aftertaste. You know, it provides that balance that just really energizes your taste buds. Yeah, I think with yours too, being an English breakfast, it definitely... I actually had a funny joke in my head thinking, is it actually going to be tasting like breakfast? You know, scrambled eggs, sausages, mushrooms, avocado, (laughs) hash browns. When I think of English breakfast, I think like actual food. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, not so much I, yeah, yeah, I wish I had a continental breakfast this morning <laughs> yeah. well in that sense you could probably have that tea with that type of breakfast I'd say because it's definitely if they're saying English breakfast then I think it definitely have that aspect adding that in <laughs> what could be a better breakfast than that <laughs> now that we've tasted our excessive amount of teas or at least in my case it is now time to move on to our next segment, which is... Topics. Today's topic, as the episode title suggests, is of course endorphin boosters so to those of you who don't know endorphins are chemicals in our brain that are responsible for happiness excitement adrenaline calmness peacefulness and serenity in other words it's 
um, to make it short, it's more of a painkiller or pain reliever. Grand Gus and I will be doing is we'll be talking about a list of things that we've come up with that keep us in the present moment, get us out of bed in the morning, and just helps us feel productive and efficient. You know, considering all the negativity that this lockdown has produced, we figured it'd be fitting to bring positive solutions to negative circumstances. Indeed so. I would like to start off the topic in this aspect of what makes me feel positive. Well, I would like to say routine. There's a reason why I think routine is a great way to start your morning or throughout the day as well. You wake up after, depending on the sleep that you had, sometimes people sleep in, sometimes people wake up early. You get up, usually my way of routine is I usually get up, have breakfast, take my multivitamin tablet that I usually like to take because it usually helps me a lot. I usually do about 10 push-ups. Now, I have mentioned that in a previous podcast before that I like to do push-ups in the morning. About 10 each day, which really helps relax me a bit. And then I get into brushing my teeth. And then that's basically my morning, usually every single day. And then I figure out maybe I play a game. Maybe I'll go watch some TV or haven't done a lot of walking that I hoped I would have liked to have done while being in lockdown. But maybe hopefully in time, I'll get back out there walking again. So that's some of the positive routine or morning stuff. Did you want to add on what you usually do, Agent Gibb, with your morning routine? You know, the good thing about routine is that it's familiar. You know, you know what you're Mm. doing. It's automatic. You know, the whole routine plays out in your brain as it's happening or before it's happening. Exactly. And you feel like you've got yourself started a fresh new part of the day where you you know what you're going to be starting to do and stuff. I think it's important to take baby steps in terms of building positive habits and routines. You know, even small things like simply getting out of bed in the morning, having a shower, getting dressed, getting yourself ready for the day. Just small steps like that, it can lead to big changes. Yeah, and some people out there who are struggling, having those troubles getting out of bed due to mental health and anxiety and depression, I know that it can be very daunting to get out, you know, every morning because sometimes I have honestly times where I've had times where I don't want to get out of the bed a lot of the time where I just want to be staying relaxing and because even if it's the next if it's the the night where I haven't slept well and just wanting to be laying in bed for most of the day or it's just that I want to just not get out because of stress reasons I think small steps and routine are important especially now in lockdown oh 100% because being holed up in one place for an extended period of time can lead to slight debilitation in terms of, you know, mental health, emotional health, even physical health. Well, that's the truth too about that. Like you start, for those who are really struggling, maybe you might eat a bit more, maybe lack of exercise will come into it as you're trying to find stuff to do. But overall, the positive side is at least you can, you know, find a way of finding new nutrients and dieting, like having smoothies with a lot of good nutrients of fruits and all that. I know some specific stuff of food can make you wake you up a little bit more or feeling a bit more fulfilled after a good meal in that aspect. Yeah, diet as well. So what else is on your list of endorphins, Grand Gus? 
Well, Agent Gibb, I actually have a few dot points that I had in mind because I thought, okay, what well, would be a great start of positing and starting off the morning and day and all that stuff. I wanted to discuss something a little bit funny. Now, my hair. My hair has been very long since, like, the past... Uh, since lockdown, pretty much. And I noticed how much it's overgrown and I'm, like, looking forward to getting that proper haircut that I've been wanting to have again. You should have seen it. I actually had to snip it recently or, like, a few days ago. So that's why it's around my ear part. You should have seen it before, though. It was so long that I felt like I had to keep curling it back. So that's on something yeah, I'm looking, definitely... Looking at it now, I think you have the longest widow's peak I've ever seen. <laughs> I just had to move my Mac computer so you could actually see the top part because you only saw like a cutoff bit. But yeah, it's definitely like turning into where I can do an actual ponytail at the back, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something positive I'm looking forward to when lockdown ends. That I can, can finally have that haircut and I can feel a lot more. The next time, we, the next time we see each other, I would in person. I really would love to see your ponytail. Well, I must admit, I was surprised by looking at your hair now, because it looks like you've just had a recent haircut, which very lucky, by the way, because I thought you would have had, like, very long hair too. But, yeah, it looks like you've had your recent haircut. <laughs> well, since we can't actually go to hairdressers, no. me and my family have had to actually learn barber skills. Oh, and how was that? <laughs> so that was a bit anxiety-inducing, but... Yeah, you know, we, we eventually, but you know, we, we pulled through and it actually wasn't as bad as we thought it would be initially. I was going to think to myself, I wonder if there's any like funny stories of that aspect, like accidentally chopping the wrong side of the hair or yeah. anything <laughs> like that. Not really. I mean, initially when I was doing my, my dad's haircut, I was afraid that I hadn't done one side as well as the other. Like I'd left one side too long, the other side short too short. Oh, and that can happen kind of because you're trying to get it leveled exactly where you think it's going to go and it doesn't. I think one of the few lessons I've learned from doing barber's work is you need a lot of visualization when it comes to cutting people's hair. Like you really have to think about what it's going to look like at the end and you have to be very precise, you know, in terms of, you know, shaving, cutting and all the rest of it. Well, exactly. I mean, to get it at the right like angle and... All that stuff. Well, actually, uh, a good story without this, I was actually trying to cut most of around my ear section because that was where it was badly grown. Oh, that That is the scariest part of all. <sighs> Isn't it just? And my hair, and gear was like literally, actually, I need to take my head off for this. It was literally to there. So it was literally going in my ear and I was like thinking to myself, oh my God, I'm going to have trouble trying to cut here because it might get my piece of my ear and there goes my hearing. <laughs> Well, at least she didn't end up like Vincent Van Gogh in the end. <laughs> and his ear was completely chopped off, wasn't it? My God. Another thing I would like to dot point on here. One is actually playing Sims. Now, I just mentioned that early before in the episode that I think Sims is just a creative space where it's very positive. You get to create whatever you want. You get to make any type of character, including traits. I think traits is my favorite part about the game where <laughs> you can make the angry or nice neat or possessive ambitious and outdoorsy all that kind of fun stuff and the house designing you can really add whatever you want if it's your dream house to a tree house to like favorite cafe etc 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 i've seen a lot of youtube videos too how they really make really well detailed 
and particularly houses, I think, wow, for people who have that skill and level to be able to create something as amazing like that is definitely, like, hats off to the people who can make really well-detailed places like that. Yeah, exactly. Another one I've, that I've got in mind was actually... This is more for the when lockdown ends. I think we're all very excited for that. And that's a positive thing because we get to be in person hanging out. Maybe some video collabs from Nina Agent Gib. That's something I'm very excited and also catching up to. Honestly, if lockdown ends, if there's fireworks at the end, I honestly wouldn't be surprised. I know. They should definitely do like a big massive fireworks show after everything that we've gone through. After everything significant that happens. Well, I feel also now I would like to intervene with Victoria a little bit. Now, I know Victoria has been in a much more worse uh, lockdown than what we have, but I feel absolutely crazy what they're going through. And I know they've just got their cases. It's just one state doesn't have it, the other state will, and then people from that state will go down and get, you know, into an, in the other state, and then it goes back up again. And, like, it just doesn't stop. It's just, like, endless mm. But I know that with the vaccination, as you mentioned, Agent Gibb, about the 70%, we are getting progress and it's fantastic that people are going out there, like myself and like you two, that you've got your two uh, jabs. So, yes, we're getting on a slow, steady progress, to say the least. Couldn't have said it there myself. Well, I'm going to hand it over to Agent Gibb now to give some of his sort of positive stuff that he likes to do and anything else in between. So take it away. Thank you once again, Grangus. You're welcome. <laughs> Before I explain my list of endorphin boosters, I'd like to get into more detail about what endorphins actually are. So endorphins are a group of peptides that are produced by your pituitary gland and central nervous system and that they act on the opiate receptors in your brain. So what these are, so these are neurotransmitters which act to increase feelings of pleasure and well-being as well as reducing pain and discomfort. So to get into my list, I think I think one endorphin booster that can be really beneficial is simplicity. And that's good. Gives a very relaxing state of mind with placing, doesn't it? You know, because we live in a world that's complicated and fast and and constantly on the move and you know we we usually don't take time to just settle down relax and you know really take a look at all the small things that we have in our life in saying that i would like to think that meditation and i think yoga would definitely in the combination of that where you can literally just set up somewhere and meditate now i haven't personally done a lot of meditation and yoga i know a lot of people have done it and they say it's very relaxing and i think once you're in your state of mind closing your eyes and imagining that you're in a different specific part of like a world or imaginary location that you're really set in mind with what you're feeling and you're basically away from the world too because with everything happening it's definitely something you want to be in a positive state of mind if that if that makes sense i'm actually glad that you brought up meditation and yoga grand gus because that was actually on my list of endorphin boosters oh cool that's so awesome <laughs> I, think, I think he's a little bit of a psychic i think it might be janet's real housewives of melbourne raw central tea that i'm having it's giving me this enlightenment power right now <laughs> so with meditation it's it's especially beneficial, especially when you're just 
focusing on your breathing, you're training your mind to just place all of your attention on one specific detail. You know, everything else is just smoke and mirrors and the one thing that you're focusing on, which is your breathing, can be the most calming effect, not just on your body, but also on your mind. would like to also add in, if it's okay with you, Agent Gibb, of course. Go ahead. I thought painting might be another good, very therapeutic thing, because I know a lot of people, when they paint, they really relaxing sort of vibe when they paint something. And I think I mentioned this a bit in the last episode as well, where you can just paint and it sort of takes you away from the space. Yeah, something like that. Yes, art. Yeah, you know, art engages both parts of the brain. You know, you're paying attention to detail, you're paying attention to structure, you know, engages your visualization skills, just among other benefits. Yeah, and it also just makes you design some really cool, fascinating things with it, what you see. Exactly what you said about seeing in the world right now where there's a lot of stress on the things. I think the positive is that you can just set up an easel. You can get a view of what you want to paint and you can just go through your life. Particularly liking artworks that have got lakes and bushes and trees and even detailed birds. I think it's fascinating how people can able to get the littlest details like insects and birds into their paintings. It's just absolutely amazing. So speaking of details, I'm going to try and I've just now come up with with a visualization exercise. So I'm going to try my best to paint a picture of a specific example of a particular situation that can help boost your endorphins. So I'm ready for this. Okay, so imagine you have, you're exercising with an exercise partner, for example. You're, you're jogging. You know, you're jogging alongside a lake. You're in between different types of trees that are growing along each side of the sidewalk. And you know, the, the sweat's trickling down your face. Your heart's beating rapidly. You know, you're full of purpose and motivation and... You know, eventually you reach your goal and you just feel the sense of accomplishment and then you look behind you and you give a little bit of a giggle to yourself as your exercise partner's lagging behind by about, you know, <laughs> 70, 80 metres. <laughs> yes, exactly. And, you know, another example could be, you know, you're outside in your backyard, the sun's shining, clouds are on different sides, you're barefoot and you're just walking along the grass you know you walk for about a few meters and i think in in that moment you're just really in tune with the nature you know the air's coursing through your skin the heat's you know you're absorbing the heat from the sun and your feet just feel at one with the environment around you that's very interesting for you to say that because you've got a bit of a yard out the back where you could actually do a whole lap And that must feel like that as all the stuff you've detailedly explained. You must really feel that because you're actually around a surrounding of a lot of trees, aren't you? I do have a small acreage at the bottom of my house. So, you know, it's a very good training ground for, you know, walking and training your legs. It's actually cool because you just told me before we came on here that you saw some wallabies, which is pretty 
very cute, but very awesome to have seen that in your acreage. Must have I think been the max. I think I think the maximum number of wallabies that I've seen down in my acreage are about five. Wow. Do you reckon that's a family, or you reckon they're all just adults and they're all just hopping? They're all adults, and um, okay. I'm not really sure what the what the word is for a tribe of wallabies. Oh yeah, me, me that's, too. I think that's definitely what it is, a tribe. A tribe. Well, it's funny, because I said to Agent Kip right before coming on here that I thought, I don't know what in my head thought, that it, I had this vision of a wombat. I thought when you said wallaby, I'm thinking, wait a minute, is this a wombat? Or was it another animal that I've completely mind blank myself in the situation? I've seen a few a few burrows down the forest, so you never know. Really Probably never just know. Getting, digging in the ground, trying to find something to hide. Well, actually, speaking of your yard, you actually just told me that you've got like a little dam too. Now, do you see a lot of, particularly birds, I'm curious to see what kind of birds that you see in your surroundings? I haven't properly taken the time to figure out what sort of birds are inhabiting the area that I'm living in. Okay. Um, the only one I can properly name is, of course, cockatoos. Oh, wow. So you get cockatoos mostly around. And the occasional turkey. Ah. Now, um, bush turkeys in Australia, they're a very <laughs> interesting bird. <laughs> gobble, gobble, gobble. So I know some people like that. Oh, what's that tradition called in America? Thanksgiving. I know they usually have turkeys for that, but this is not a turkey you definitely do not want to be cooking. So, Agent Gibb, was there any other um, things that you had in mind that is a positive outsource, we'll say? Exercise. Especially exercise. Like, for example, you yes. doing your push-ups. Even taking a small walk. Like, for example, you know, up your street and back or just around the corner and then back again. Just... Small walks like that can improve your heartbeat and also your endorphins kick in, you know, the moment you actually start exercising. I think with that too, and I think, you know what, in the past episodes, I think we have mentioned a lot of it, like where I mentioned about my weight loss and also walking in different parts through like forests and tracks and all that other stuff too. I think it's really good. But in that aspect of nature as well, as we mentioned a lot of times, where we actually can just be sit back and really enjoy as we're walking around all the different aspects of the scenery, which is definitely something of what you just explained there, Agent Gibb. Well, that's all we have time for today's episode. We are going to leave you with a quote that actually won't come from one of us as this time as it usually does but from a special guest that I have known since Periscope, which is a broadcasting app that has discontinued. She actually does a lot of poems and quotes, and I felt like she would be perfect for today's episode to share one of her quotes with us. As well as she has her own podcast show, which I get very excited each episode that comes up. So take it away, Samira. So please make sure to check Samira Wild out. And also, I'd like to once again thank Daniel Turner for contributing his music to our podcast. He's an incredibly talented singer and songwriter and just a downright inspirational guy, so please make sure to check him out as well. And today I thought a very fitting quote is from the book Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Time isn't precious at all because it's an illusion. What you perceive as precious is not time, 
but the one point that is out of time, the now. That is precious indeed. The more you are focused on time, past and future, the more you miss the now, the most precious thing there is. And to put all of that into perspective, I'll finish with this. What a caterpillar calls the end of the world, we call a butterfly. Hi everyone, I'm Samira Wilde, a songwriter, poet, DJ, and I'm delighted to be on radio sessions over tea with Grand Gus and Agent Kib. You can find out more about what I do, including my radio shows and DJ mixes, by visiting Wild and Untamed Radio right here on Anchor. You have been listening to Radio Sessions Over Tea with Grand Gus and Agent Gib. Thanks for everyone for listening. Take care. Ciao. Radio Sessions Over Tea. Podcast like no other. With your hosts, Grand Gus and Agent Gib. Radio sessions over tea. Radio sessions over tea.